Episode 144 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and that is a gross number. It really is gross. Yeah, we've been doing it that long. Uh, I know. 144? Yeah. Yes. Gross. 12 squared. There yes. it is. He's, he's got it. I know nerd things. <laughs> JK, that's the only one. That's all I got. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Sucks to suck, nerd. Ah, <laughs> uh, the 80s. Yes. Where rape was just kind of used as a punchline. Yeah. Wow, how did you go straight there? Revenge of the Nerds? Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? A very long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Just remember the tape on the glasses. I'm <laughs> like a little rape on the old moonwalk. Yeah, well, Booger's still cool, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I just saw him on a Domino's commercial. Mm, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Or you saw Norm. Norm was on the Domino's Norm's commercial. Norm's on a Domino's commercial. Nope, different one. Okay. And Dwight. From the office. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Rain Wilson. There you go. Jesus. Two ends. Yes. Anyway, this is not a pizza cast. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I I would do that, though. Uh, you do a pizza cast? I'm just saying, if we want to spice it up one day, I would ah, spice it up. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can mix something together with Caliente. And yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Beer yeah. and pizza tastings from around the city. I'll go to Bloomfield. I'm we fine with that. Grist House. With Fiori's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We could. That's actually, those are the only two I want. I don't care about <laughs> I keep hearing about a pizza place down in Millvale that does Detroit style pizza. And I wanted to go check it out for the longest That's time. That's nice. Anyway. <laughs> you knew, at least we did it early, okay? At least we did the tangent early. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe there will be two. That's right. I'm Steve. <laughs> That's Steve. You've heard my co-host, Adam. Yeah, and I still want that pizza. That's fine. And then our guest host this week is Katie. Hi. <laughs> I don't need pizza. I just house the Big Mac. Need is not the word here. You want the pizza. I had really good pizza yesterday. See, there you go. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, Steve. I got this. Anyways, <laughs> we're here to talk beer. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, stay focused. It's, I'm it's sorry. No, it's not just me. I'm doing this for the audience. And <laughs> like the number one thing to make audiences mad is tangents that don't have anything to do with the content. Yeah. So let's not do that in the first <laughs> yeah. three minutes. Right? I just feel like pizza and beer are loosely related. Yeah, though. no, they're oh, loosely, they totally they're are. loosely yeah. related. And that's a good episode for the future. And we'll for sure get into that. Yay. But not right now. Not right now, because this week we're doing session ales. Yes, Session Ales, those are those low ABV beers. Those are the good tailgaters, the ones that you can drink all day mm -hmm. and don't have to worry about it. You drink them all day, uh, drink them all night, you drink them in a session. Ha-ha. <laughs> Hence the name. Yes, we'll get more into the history in segment two. I literally never drink them. You should. Me either. Not, not really a fan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully that's, uh, this episode changes your mind a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully we find some good ones. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan either. If you've heard... Anything in the past, you know my rule is anything under four isn't really beer, so I don't care. And with this first beer, just gets over the mark at 4.1% ABV. Yay, it's beer. It is beer. It made it. Oh, those are the carbs. 4.5 carbs. Oh, yeah. Good, I was worried about that. No, no, I can read. It's cool. <laughs> no, I was trying to read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
So there's that too. There's 4.5 <laughs> carbs and 4.1 on the alcohol. Yeah. More carbs than boosts. Yes. And uh, 99 calories. That's one less than 100. And this is from beautiful Kansas City, Missouri, home of your world champion chiefs from Boulevard Brewing Company. This is easy sport. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a beer from Boulevard I didn't like, so there you go. session or not, it's promising. They uh, they consider this a recreation ale, but let's be honest, uh, it's just uh, a fancy way of saying a session ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just saying, you can do activities and then drink this beer and not feel bad about it. Yeah. Just like a session ale. Yeah, that's the thing about session ales is there's a lot of other things that fall into that same, you know, uh, under four. Because yeah. you have table beers, and then you have, like, these recreational ales. And under four, then you also get into the Rattlers. Yeah. Which is based on activities or recreation. Yeah. All that recovery. Yeah. Recovery and beers. Thank you, German bicyclists. I'm not yep. that active, which is probably why I haven't drank these. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have to be active <laughs> to drink these. I'm also not outdoorsy. I'm too big to drink these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They don't have an effect. <laughs> it's just water with extra steps in exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, a few more other items on the Easy Sport. It has nine IBUs, hmm. which uh, that that appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, hops are Columbus and Mandoria Bavaria. Okay. Mandoria Bavaria. I that, can't spell that. Uh, M, squiggly line, <laughs> space, B, Bavaria. B, Bavaria. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Mandalorian minus the L. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plus Bavaria. Yes. Uh, it is uh, brew with tangerine peel, a little bit of sea salt. That makes sense if you're using this as a recovery beer. Yeah. You always need to have a little pinch of salt in your water or your drink after you're done. Get your, get your electrolytes back up. That's what plants crave. Yeah. Brondo. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That movie was not supposed to be a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, here we are. Yet, here we are. <laughs> Shut up. I'm baiting. <laughs> So for all of you that are looking to get into beers that because bikini season is right around the corner, I know I am, these are the types of beers you should be looking at. And, well, guess what? Kind of looks like a, a pale wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of cloudy, a little bit of haze in there. Mm-hmm. Looks like hangover pee. Yeah, it looks like hangover pee as well. That's why you need electrolytes. That's why you need <laughs> your electrolytes. It's got all the goodness that your pee usually would. <laughs> it is classified as a Blondale, and, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yep. Yeah, it looks like a Blondale. Mm-hmm. It smells a bit like a Goza, though. It does. It has have a little bit of tartness on there. I bl- assume that's where the sea salt and a little yeah. bit of tangerine comes in. It's got that salt. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's not bad. No, it's it's not bad. It's more tart than I expected. Same here. I, right? It, and, uh, Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> fine. It, it feels a little saltier than I was expecting. Yeah. It, it has like a real dry back end to it. It yeah. does. Yeah. I will say that... feels like I'm drinking champagne. Yeah, it's kind of close to that mm-hmm. a little bit. but w- Without being a brute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, it... Uh, w- w- our, I think we've all had the 26.2. No. Ugh. Why would you bring that up? Because it's Ugh. a good comparison. No, this is <laughs> better than that. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. That beer gives me nightmares. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Oh. That, that Boston beer, 26.2... Is supposed to be a, you know a marathon recovery beer, and it is the most bland, awful garbage. Yeah, this on the other hand, this has taste and has flavor. T- screw tea, throw that beer in the water. Yeah, <laughs> this, that too. it's yeah. so bad. This actually has some personality. Yeah, to it. it has flavor to it. It's effervescent. I don't, yes. I don't completely love it, but I would still way drink it over that. I drink tins. right, but counterpoint to that is your palate is kind of tuned into the uh, the pastries. 
uh, and right. the big West Coast IPAs, yeah. big flavors. Yeah. This isn't what that beer is for. No. no. That's not what most session ales are for. They're all meant to be muted versions of bigger beers. Right. And I think this pulls it off well. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate it, and I would say it's better. I think I'm going to judge everything against 26-2 tonight. <laughs> oh, so they're all going for the gold. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going for the gold, but that's the baseline. Is like, if it's not better than that, yeah. you know, then that's way off the table. Agreed. So it's brewed in Kansas City, Missouri. That's the word Got on it. the can. I thought Kansas City was in Kansas. Oh, Lord. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to talk politics on this show. That's funny. It doesn't matter who you want to vote that for. That it really is. Yeah. Man, Mahomes was quick with getting that shirt, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get Can't some... wait to draft him again on fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, from a fantasy standpoint, I kind of want him to, like, break a foot or something over the summer. Ew. So that his Ew. draft stock falls to, like, late in the first round where mm. I'm going to be. Okay. And I can snag him and he can start in, like, the fourth week. Okay. That's, like, the I only chance I've got. I get that. That's for later times. Yeah. Maybe something a little less severe, like, they. Like, I don't know. They kicked them out for eating their own barbecue or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was too saucy, too yeah. mustardy. <laughs> she said too mustardy. Yeah, mustard mustard barbecue is a lot more of a that's uh, a Carolina. Yeah, um, that's a Carolina barbecue. Kansas. City I don't is eat that, so I don't. Sugar. Yeah, I just think of the vinegar, and I don't. Oh, vinegar is also like Carolina. It is, but eh. that might be more Atlanta as well. Mm. I don't know. This is more of a Yin's Love barbecue question. Yeah, talk to Doug. He'll tell you all the. <laughs> we'll ping him on Twitter. <laughs> All I know is Texas no sauce. <laughs> Band name called it. Alex- right. Alexis, Texas no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. On to news notes and neat. Yes. Neat. We've got a bunch of things to go through. Mm-hmm. I will start off, though. Go okay. for it. Because we're at the beginning of March. And if you're listening on a Friday, as you should, then Sunday is International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. Yay. Yay. We've talked about we talked about it last year, oh, and yeah. uh, every year they kind of come up with a theme for their brews. Mm-hmm. So last year was forage, and basically, you know, bre- uh, brewers were encouraged to brew the way Strange Roots does by just finding nuts and berries and <laughs> <laughs> foraging. <laughs> foraging. This year's theme though is tribute, and so you're meant to just it, it's. Interpreted any way you want to. Tenacious D. Thank you. Yeah. You jumped on that joke before I could. Absolutely. They're not asking you to brew the best beer in the world. Yeah. They're just asking for a tribute. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, anything that inspires you, a beer, a person, or a country. Mazda. Yeah. Any any local ties that we should know about? Well, the local ties more come in with the Pink Boot Society. Oh, okay. So the, the International Women's Collaboration Brew Day is just kind of an overall, like anybody can think about what they want to do and mm-hmm. put their things out there. And then you have the Pink Boots Society, which we've talked about in the past, and we've had Brooke Franis on, who's mm-hmm. the current president of the Pittsburgh chapter. Um, and we've talked about how Pink Boots Society is for the education of women in the beer industry or just enjoyers of beer. So, like, the society is for brewers. It's for anybody who works at a brewery. It's for home brewers. All that. Uh, but Pink Boots, they will be doing some uh, – they will be doing their brewing on collaboration days. You have to check the calendar because they're not all going to be on March 8th. Right. But, you know, check your calendar for your local chapter, see what they're doing. Uh, but uh, locally, Shoe Brew and Penn Brewery will be hosting their brew days. Oh, very nice. Yes. So you can expect Pink Boots beers out of them. Awesome. And yeah. I, I have a hunch they're going to be good, too. Uh, for sure. 
Uh, also, sort of, kind of locally, Southern Tier and Great Lakes. We'll count them. Yeah. 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 They're local. They're in the AFC North. <laughs> right. We drink them enough. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can also expect that uh, they might be using the Pink Boots specialty blend of hops. Oh, I didn't know they had a specialty blend of hops. Sure mm-hmm. you did. You're just forgetting. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> You've <laughs> you, had conversations about yeah. that. All right. You have goldfish brain and you just forgot. That's because fine. Last year's blend that yeah. we talked about included Sabro, which was uh, kind of what put Sabro on the map of gotcha. me wanting to get into it and use it and then other people using it. So uh, Yakima Chief, they've released what the blend is for this year, and it's going to be Azaka, El Dorado, Idaho Gem, and Laurel. Hops. Mm. Yes. Okay. I, I looked kind of into Idaho Gem because I'd never really heard of it. I've never heard of that either? Yeah. Seems relatively new, and then the story is odd behind it because okay. they said they just found it. What? Yeah, they found it on Gooding Farms. While they were foraging last year? In Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So it came from taters. Yeah, they just found it in Idaho on a hop farm, which sounds like they just had some uncontrolled cross-pollination. It sounds like yeah, some yeah. Monsanto shit. Yeah, life finds a way, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Here's a new hop. I'm for it. Uh, yeah, if it's good, it's good. Yeah, but uh, you can buy you can buy the Pink Boots blend right now, and if you buy it, I believe three dollars from every sale goes to the Pink Boots Society overall. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So those you're looking forward to, and then look forward to those beers in April. Yeah, gonna have to spend some money on that. For me, I'll jump in on the next one. Go for it. It's not not quite as peppy as the last one. Uh, Stone Brewing. Yeah, out of California. They never heard of it. <laughs> Not familiar, but go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, they, do they make beer? They do. Huh. They oh. do. And uh, up until about a week ago, they made beer in China as well. Mm. Unfortunately, Stone Brewing is closing their China facilities and their uh, China tap room as well. Permanently? Permanently. Permanently. Yes. Oof. They originally were going to close the tap room mm. temporarily due to the coronavirus. Yeah. Mm. Side note. We're not going to talk about the coronavirus as it affects Corona the beer. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. We're not talking about it. We're not going to do that. So if that's what you're tuned in for, sorry. Keep listening. but (laughs) Kick rocks. (laughs) We ain't going to talk about it. But drink this beer because it's got more flavor than Corona. It really does. does. (laughs) Drink some easy sport. Yeah. (laughs) Throw a lime in there. See what happens. That actually be... No, that'd probably be pretty good. I'm not a big lime person. Well, yeah, you're not a big fruits and beer person. Uh, I'd be for it. I am... To a degree. I'm more I'm worse than I was. I'll say that. Okay. Fruity sours are my jam right now. Okay, okay, so they're closing in China. They are closing. Uh, and they're they cite both the uh, the coronavirus and the trade war that's going on between China and America. Mm-hmm. They're saying that, that it's, I believe. it's impacting their profits and they're basically saying it's not worth it for us anymore. I'd bet this was coming and that Probably. the coronavirus just expedited it. That's kinda what I'm thinking as well. Uh, the beer will still be available in China through its local distributor, so yeah. they're still going to brew it, ship it over, right, and distribute it. You just won't be able to have Chinese-brewed stone mm. in China. In China. Huh. I feel for the people working there. Yeah. Here's a deadly virus, and also you lost your job. It's not that deadly. <laughs> Personally, I wash my hands enough and don't go near enough people. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. 
I dribble in my beard all the time. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm way full of bacteria and stuff. I'll get everybody's. I'm glad you're on the other side of the table. I'm going to get everybody's. Also, you don't ever leave the house, so you're not yeah. going to come into contact with anybody. Exactly. Except you. Well, you I, get contaminated, you know where it starts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have, there are like three or four vectors in my life, <laughs> and I know which one to go after yep. if I get sick. Don't worry, I wash my hands. it's 14 days after Field Fest, in which case we did that to ourselves, Nerds. but worth it. Well, at that point, <laughs> the, I assume the alcohol that's being consumed will kill any viruses. True. So Should sterilize. Should sterilize from the inside out. Drink more whiskey, people. You'll be fine. <laughs> Support Tennessee. Yeah, or or Jameson. That's fine too. Dude, it depends cha- on. It all depends on how you spell it. I've been chasing Jameson Cold Brew. <laughs> I can't find it, but I want it. Jameson Cold Brew. Yeah. I don't think I knew that was a thing. And most people, I I keep talking to people. They're like, "What is that?" I'm like, "How do you? Why am I getting this targeted ad?" <laughs> Nobody else is seeing it. I'm seeing it. I feel like a crazy person. I keep seeing ads for buying houses. I'm like, I already did that like six oh. months ago. I'm done. I'm getting ads for St. Jude's Hospital. Mm. And I don't have any connection to St. Jude's are, Hospital. Are there kids you don't have sick? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they could be someday. Um, sorry, I don't want to step on you. For what? No, is, we're, is we're done. Okay. No, we talked about my Casper kids. We're fine. Yeah. Casper kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Katie, what you got? I have a news and a neat. So my news is House Bill 879 won approval from the House Regulated Industries Committee and is heading to the full chamber for a vote. That affects people in Georgia. And what that means, if that passes, that they'll actually be allowed to get alcohol delivered to their homes. Instead of just tipping the pizza guy an extra five bucks. Yeah, I mean, that works. I've done it. But <laughs> Who hasn't done that? Pizza guy, Postmates, whatever. If you <laughs> offer to tip them, they will bring you anything. For anything. Sure. Like, I really want a pizza, but also I don't like your French fries. Could you swing by McDonald's? And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, they don't care. Pizza people, you keep it up. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently... Um, all the opposition that they've been facing uh, this and whenever they were facing the opposition of sales on Sunday came from one guy who's no longer in office. And because there's an increasing level of people ordering groceries, and I mean, if you've ever driven in Atlanta, you get why. I'm not trying to go to the store down there. Um, so there, there's a demand for it. Then you don't want to go to the murder Kroger. <laughs> the murder Kroger. Don't know anything about the murder <laughs> they, Kroger. They got a murder Kroger. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> we have a murder gym. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. ah. <laughs> well, we do. Yeah. But yeah, uh do. yeah, the the loudest lobbyist who's against it works for the uh Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Mm-hmm. So we're not surprised. This guy's a fun sponge. <laughs> fun <laughs> sponge. <laughs> listen to this quote. We oppose all expansion of accessibility to alcohol. Okay, first of all, fuck you. Mm. And then he says, the more people who have alcohol, the more people who have alcohol accessible, the more they will buy and the more they will drink. And anytime you increase consumption, it causes potential for problems or fun. You goddamn stick in the mud. Or that's completely untrue because I have way more accessibility to alcohol than I ever had before. Yeah. But I am poor, so I drink way (laughs) less than I ever (laughs) have. There you go. Well, these are people who can afford to have their groceries delivered. The fun caveat to this is that because Amazon's still considered a delivery service, they can't do it. You have to be a legit grocery store. So uh, it doesn't benefit well, them at all, Amazon's which I not think that is far funny. Behind on that. They're not that far, and they can do it in the UK. So yeah. you, can get beer, you can get beer off of Amazon UK. 
So I just need to run up the VPN and see if I can maybe get some stuff. <laughs> I have a VPN. We can try that. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. My neat is uh, apparently the assumed hometown of Go- the uh, giant Goliath, as in David and Goliath, mm-hmm. is a city okay. called Gath. And some archaeologists, ar- I can't brain. Rock scrubbers. Yes. So some people. Indy Joneses. Indiana Jones, <laughs> named Ronan and Yuval, whatever, found a 5,000-year-old strain of yeast, mm-hmm. and they decided to brew it. And so I guess people are kind of, they said it took eight weeks to ferment, but they're, we're, they're like kind of divided on whether or not anybody actually wants to do it because a couple people that tried it said it made a really fruity beer. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else said it tasted like bad burnt bread. Okay. So, <laughs> so nobody's really sure if they actually want to do it, but they're trying to, uh, I guess, market it and see if anybody wants to commercialize the beer um, because it was from the Philistines and the Pharaohs, and that's kind of neat. Somebody huh. will do it. So somebody will jump on that's that. That's my neat. That's a that's a a mega yeast. Maybe they pick that up and mm-hmm. work like, that commercialize out. it and grow it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how all that works because I'm not science brain. Yeah, I just don't understand how it survived. Yeah. Like, I guess it's, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because it was in one of those, like, sealed pots. So, like, maybe there's something to that because they are obviously very good at preserving things, Mm -hmm. people and whatnot. So maybe there's something to that. I don't know. I just think that that's insane that they were able to, like, use it. Yeah, I guess, I mean, like, if, if just enough cells survived they might have been able to restart it. Mm-hmm. But then now they have to like really grow it to like a big colony yeah. <laughs> to, to commercialize it. So I don't know. That's it's interesting, though. We'll have to oh, keep track yeah. of that, see what happens with it. We'll that, w- that was my neat. Throw an update out there. Pharaoh Philistine, 5,000-year-old yeast beer. Neat. Neat. Ha! See? Neat. Yeah. So uh, I've got a one more. Oh, Do okay. It. As I was roaming around looking for stories for today, mm-hmm. I came across probably the worst headline I've ever read, and that made me read the story. <laughs> now I'm excited. So it worked. So it worked. So you're telling so, me there's a chance. And, the, and then the story itself was actually also pretty poorly written for oh. a beer story. Okay. And I'll, I'll like get into why. Beers. But uh, the headline was, Two Firms to Unveil Coffee Beer Blend at Charity Event. Two firms? Yeah, two firms. Who's ever referred to a brewery as a firm? I immediately thought lawyers. That's what I thought as well. Yeah. 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 And then coffee beer blend is why I clicked on it because that sounds like one of those new, uh, like the PBR hard coffees. Yeah. That's what that sounds like, not just a coffee beer. Okay. And then I only brought this because this is actually a local story. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, was it written locally? Yes. Like Post-Gazette? No. Okay, it wasn't Bob Batts? Uh, No, uh, no. Okay, good. Bob Batts is a great writer. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not going to name the guy who wrote this one because he's he's quite obviously the business writer, Mm. but it was for, I believe, the Washington Observer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. But he's quite obviously the business writer because he referred to things as two firms. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of the article is just very cold and mechanical. And Between two firms? Yes. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but uh, what the story actually is and mm. is uh, Crazy Horse and uh, White Horse oh, are okay. releasing a collab Okay, that makes today, sense. Today, if you're listening on a Friday, as, as you, should. you should. I want this. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. I already <laughs> want it. If it's those two, I want it. <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a porter. 
made with Crazy Horse's Jazzy Java. Ooh. All right. Yeah. And the porter is uh, every pint, they'll donate a dollar to a veteran charity because uh, the owner, sig. yeah, the owner of the Washington Crazy Horse Shop uh, is a veteran. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So that's how they came about. Is that available in uh, both their tap houses? For white horse, is that available up in... Uh, no, I think it's just in the Washington Tap House. Just in the Washington Tap House? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think this might be like one of the... You know how they do the small pilots yeah. down yeah. there. So I think this might be like a small pilot thing just for a charity event. Awesome. But yeah, I was just like that... That I was so surprised. I started reading that. I clicked on that article <laughs> because I was like, what the hell is it? But I started reading it. I was like, oh, this is local? Oh, this wait, <laughs> white horse? Oh, I, okay. It actually really bums me out because especially because it's for a good cause and it's two really great businesses. Yeah. Like, you want it to have more notoriety. And I'm so sure so many people pass over that article. because they're like, Two yeah, firms don't care. Right, yeah. yeah. Two firms? What? Coffee beer blend? So what I'm hearing is you need to become the craft beer writer for the Washington Observer. I yeah. Don't, I don't need to be the writer. I just need to be the editor. Just pass those up to me. That's fine. <laughs> like, there's so many, like, you could have done, like, local companies collaborate on mm-hmm. coffee beer blend to support veterans. Yeah. Boom. Like, That's people would read yeah. that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you throw anything in there about supporting veterans, boom. Local business read. veterans. Yeah, that's the People thing. are going to read it. Yeah. Especially, I mean... You know, not to like kind of stereotype the people in the area, but Washington is a definitely a more veteran supportive area. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an that's an easy pull in. Yeah. So like by saying the all this vague two firms coffee beer blend charity event, it's super vague and nobody wants to read that except for me because I'm weird because <laughs> everything else was. You're just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's I was like, happening? What are you doing here? Terrible. Bad things stick out to me. It's the same way how I watch movies on Amazon. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense now. Yeah, just bad things <laughs> stick out to me. I go, what is happening? Yeah. But yes, the good news is though, go to go to Washington, uh, go down the White Horse, you know, visit our friends down there and try out. Going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can uh, go next door, grab a Fermani's sandwich, and uh, come back. Yeah. You can go up to the casino. There's that, too. Yeah, you can go to I casino. wonder if they have that jalapeno beer on top. I could do a twofer. Mm-hmm. They might still have their uh, their strawberry pretzel thing that they didn't oh, collab with Oh, I forgot with about that one. They might have that. I don't know. No, they don't. Okay. Uh, it, it was, I don't even remember who it was. I was talking to somebody, and they were involved in that somehow, and they went down to go and get it. And uh, it was gone by oh. the time they got there. It was gone okay. that day. Well, sorry. If it, if it makes you feel any better, Couch is coming out with a habanero amber. Yes. If you want in on I, that. I had a jalapeno something. It was 11th hour. Okay. Hmm. It was really good, though. Okay. And for some reason, if that's out, I think Abjuration is messing with some uh, hot pepper beers as well at the end of the month. Mm. Are they? Yeah. I didn't see this news. Yeah. for me. I'll be into this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in I think the they Middle have like a, like a pepper flight thing going on. They got oh. like four different beers Ooh. that they're messing with. Ooh. We'll talk about it off mic. Yeah. Did a good visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so bummed I won't be here for that. That sucks. We can send it you some. It does suck. You can't. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just drink it for you. Dry countries. We'll drink Yay. it and then... Just let you know how it we'll is. We'll put it in Capri Sun pouches and then... <laughs> Get one of those, like, empty sunscreen bottles. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send you sunscreen. Yeah. For Thank the, you. Yeah. They also have a hairbrush with an empty handle. In case anybody's learning how to smuggle alcohol. You get Talk some of those sandals. Ready. You get some of those sandals. Yeah. Yeah, there's sandals that have empty false bottoms. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out for you. We got this. 
But first, in the meantime, the Boulevard Easy Sport Recreational. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it. Recreation Ale. Not re- recreational, recreational, recreation ale. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I liked it for for what it is supposed to be for the style. There it is for the style. I I actually really like this. This is a very good tailgating beer. I think this would be fantastic for uh, knocking down a few in a parking lot. Yeah, for you maybe. Yes, <laughs> I am speaking for myself. Yeah, for you. I kind of felt like I was drinking like a seltzer. I I think it's very it, low key. Yeah. I think it's a good come down. People talk a lot about using like Miller Light and Bud Light and shit as like come downs. Yeah. As like even outs. Oh, I'd pick this over that. Yeah, this would be way yeah. easier than that. Yeah, for sure. Because this actually has flavor to it. Yes. So, yeah, I, I would definitely pick this over stale, you know, malt water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, easy enough. It's best I can go. <laughs> well, no. Best I can give you. <laughs> you can do one better. How's that? Uh, you would pick it over the 26.2. Mm, I don't know that I would pick 26.2 over Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not ready to make that. All yeah. right. Can't make that distinction at the moment. All right. Fair enough. I would totally drink a Bud Light over that. That was not good. No. No, not good. Easy sport, though. Yeah. We got you in the running. Yeah. We'll take a break. Come back. Yay. Get a new one going. Learn about session ales. Do the thing. And then we'll while out. Okay. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to segment two of episode 144 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're doing session ales. (laughs) We're getting ready for drinking. Drinking. This one is coming Oh, so close to that line. Also very close. <laughs> Flirting with disaster. Flirting with disaster. Our next beer, our next session ale, comes to us from Southern Tier. You may have heard us mention them in the last segment. Who that? They they out of Lakewood, New York. But Ooh. we have a brew pub here in Pittsburgh. Cute. I've not been there. No? Really? Yeah, I haven't been there. You should. should. I'm a little anti-North Shore. It's worth it to go. Get, get there now before there's sports. Yeah, exactly. Well, or after mid-May when nobody cares about when sports. No sport. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the Buccos and they're terrible. Yeah, but my thought was like the Pens could play into June. I don't appreciate you jinxing them, but whatever. So. That's a totally different part of town. <laughs> yeah, that's new. That, I'm just saying there's still sports. No, there's sports, but there's Not no on sports the on the North Shore. Shore. Yeah. 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 So get there while you can. When you can afford parking. Right. <laughs> get there while it's good. Go see, a, go see a show at the AJE. Yeah. Yeah. Go see... Fallout Boy. Ew. Or Menudo. Mm, I don't think either of those. Oh, speaking of somebody that old, though, Genesis is going to tour again. Oh. Maybe they'll come there. We'll see them at Southern Tier. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were getting back together. <laughs> it's just a one and done. Fair enough. Uh, the beer we have from Southern Tier, though, is the Cherry Crush Session Sour. It comes in at 4% ABV. Right in that line. Right on the line. 12 IBUs. It's made with cherry puree, milk sugar, and it is a Goza ale. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm i hopeful. I am too. I, uh, I'm i curious 
they didn't give anything in terms of calories or anything like that, like they did with the Boulevard. No, I would assume not. If they're it has milk in the, sugar, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't ever want to know the calories in any Southern tier beer I'm drinking ever, especially when you get into the Blackwater. Series. Yeah, I know. I don't like that creme brulee. No, I don't need to know. That's a meal replacement shake. Yeah. I think they only have one beer that they actually advertise the calories on, and it's the Swipe Light. Yeah, so, oh, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> that's the only one they'll tell you about. I haven't had unless that Unless you either. really go digging. It's not bad, but, I mean, that's kind of the point of it, I think, is to be not bad. It's a thing that you put in a variety pack. So looking at this beer, rosé all day. Yeah, ah, definitely. Yeah. I would actually say it's a little more yellowy-orange than mm-hmm. pure pink, but the pink's definitely yeah. there. Yeah. And it's super clear. Yeah, very, very clear. I actually clear. didn't expect it to be this clear. Me either. It looks nice, though. My head's got some staying power. Yours doesn't. No. No, mine ran away. It smells uh, really sweet. Yeah, it smells sweet and fruity. and uh, it smells like cherry bubbly. That's less tart than the last one. <laughs> this one's a goza. What Does goes it on like cherry bubbly. <laughs> at, that was a flavor letdown. Well, it's a session ale. <laughs> it's supposed to be uh, turned down a little bit. Yeah. It's not bad, though. I do get a bit of the cherry on the back side. I, get, I actually get malt on the back. Really? I get, yeah. some, I get some cherry. Malt. Yeah, I get all the cherry up front. I'm getting cherry on the backside. I'm getting mostly just tartness. Well, then maybe we're all broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Blame the beer. Yeah. Blame I'll, the beer. I'll always blame the beer. <laughs> blame the beer. Blame the brewer. Blame, blame everybody that's not us. <laughs> so they're tier. I have a microphone and I'm right. <laughs> that's right. So they're tier. Your beer is broken. So you're going to have to send us more yeah. so we can check it to make sure this was just a one off problem. Check, we got to check all the other ones, including the Blackwater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to. Especially gonna, the black water. If there's left, I'm going to have to ops check that. Just send it this way. I got to check all those nitro creme brulees. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. You know we're what? Throw in to some help. thin mints, too, just to be safe. Yeah, just be yeah. safe. I'll, I'll say again, still better than 26.2. Absolutely. Yeah. Better than macros. Yeah. I I feel like that should, should just go without saying. I mm. know. Uh, I have to say it because we don't know. The third one might be. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> and I, Besides, like. American light. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. What beer worse than 26.2 comes to mind? Red Hot Iron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've, I not, can fire I've not done that. I've not done that. So. I think that that would be a hard competition between that one and American Light. I, I drank the American Light to completion. The Red Hot Iron, I finished, but I had to make a conscious effort and make a decision that I was going to finish it. Like, I had to sit there and look at it and decide. Force it. <laughs> oh, you're the little kid at the dinner table who's I, not allowed to leave until they finish their meal. <laughs> I have to have my broccoli. <laughs> and that night, the Red Hot Iron was my broccoli. I've never even seen it, to be honest. It's been gone for years. Yeah. But it, it's still just seared into our minds. Yeah. I'll, it I'll, was that it's bad. awful. I will say, I think that makes American Light worse. Because they continue to produce American Light. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I was going to say, what, aside from American Light, what currently existing beer is oh. worse than 26.2? Like, currently attainable. Currently attainable. Coffinade. Baltica. Yeah. I don't see currently attainable. I don't know if Coffinade outside, fits. Outside of seasonal, it's fine. Like, it yeah. is still no, a Baltica. current I assume beer. that there is some Coffinade on some shelf somewhere. Oh, yeah. It hasn't sold. Sure, surely, I'm just saying. There's no way it got poured down every drain in America. Yeah. 
But I, I would say Baltica, mm-hmm. Russian Baltica. That, that was not good. Terrible. Other than that, no, 26-2 is, <laughs> is the worst. It's really just bad. Don't buy that shit. Buy this stuff. Southern <laughs> Tier, Cherry Crush. Cherry Crush. You could support Sam Adams in other ways. They make other good beers. No, they don't. I like their now cold. they do. I like their cold snack. <laughs> I, I do. I like it. The only Sam Adams beer I've ever had that I actually enjoyed was like some sort of chocolate hazelnut porter thing that was only available at beer shows. Ah. Mm. So I had it at like some beer fest and was super excited. I was like, oh, finally, a Sam that I like. And then and I tried to look for it. I couldn't find it. There I actually one? didn't know it was only a show beer until like maybe six months ago. I looked it up. Oh, oops. The other one, Oktoberfest. Mm-mm. I, I like Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yep. I do. And I will try them. I am not the like, oh, everything they do is bad. Because I honestly, I Lagunita sucks. Yes, that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so does but Primus. I will try them. I will always try them just to see. But Fair enough. I mean, that's basically the theory of the show anymore. It's yeah. just like, we'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean you get a good review, but yeah. you'll try it. As I'll long try as it anything, doesn't hurt us. Anything yeah. but mushrooms. So we are going to talk about Session Ales. Yeah. We're yeah. drinking Session Ales, so we might as well learn a little bit about the history. What's, time for some what's a Session Ale? Okay, good question, Katie. What is a Session Ale? <laughs> <laughs> a Session Ale isn't actually any sort of style. Mm-mm. It's just a beer that is under 4%. There, you'll find some arguments between yeah. whether it's four, four, five, or five. It absolutely has to be under five. That's the one hard limit I'll say. <laughs> has to be under five. You will find arguments, though, uh, especially it's more of a, a Britain versus U.S. divide. U.S. kind of counts at four, five and under, and Britain counts at four and under. We're going to use the American reasoning because... I actually don't. And really? I'll, and I'll tell you why when we go through the history. All right, then. Because he's part British. No. Oh. <laughs> no. That's all Eastern Bloc on the other end of the Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am pierogi-eating scum. <laughs> he operates the Iron Curtain. Do you not see the track pants I wear? <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to look at the Russian dating photos again? <laughs> a little bit. I, I also do want a Russian uh, he- headstone. When okay. I, when I pass, all right. Look into those at the at your leisure. <laughs> <laughs> at my leisure. Apparently, Just, this is your responsibility. I, I hope so. you're ready for it's it. Everybody's responsibility to get me a Russian headstone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll crowdsource. Yeah, we got this. But uh, the session ale it comes basically from Britain in World War One. Interesting. This. Yes. So be- pre World War One, pretty much all beers did not drop under five percent. Smart. There were obviously beers that were lower than that in other parts of Europe, like table beers we've mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And that's just for all family drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, even the kids drank it because that was between like three and one and a half. That's why they're all so short. <laughs> Stunted the growth. <laughs> Smoking ciggies and drinking table beer is not good for you. <laughs> but no. they had good stories. In case you guys were wondering what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> I think that's just drinking during pregnancy <laughs> with oh, the hype oh, of the Irish. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Two things. One, always go in on the Irish. <laughs> Two, I said I went heel a couple <laughs> episodes ago, so that's where we are. <laughs> Three, I did not have fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> I didn't say that, but it's maybe in your bloodline in the back. <laughs> this does make sense now that now that you've gone full heel, why you have a steel chair in the trunk of your car? That's right, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we hate the Scottish equally? 
Uh, I can. I usually just go in on the Irish and the Italians, but I can make room for Scots. Hey, you've done some serious damage on hating Italians <laughs> in the last month. We you, should just yeah. move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but yes, again, pre, uh, pre-World War One, everything was basically 5% and above. World and it War- was okay to hate Italians. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> During World War One, though, that's when you get into rationing. Alcohol consumption was put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. For obvious reasons. Yeah, well, for, I, just mostly rationing, but also they wanted work production as well to create munitions and things of that nature for the war effort. Uh, during the war, David Lloyd George was prime minister of Britain. Okay. Yeah. Heard of it. Heard of it, maybe. <laughs> I haven't, but I know now. Uh, but he was the reason for all the cutting back and the consumption, and because of that, you wound up with a lot of beers that were coming in with uh, smaller gravities, and they were selling beers in pubs that were around three and a half percent. Yeah. Okay. That's how. Yeah. So did they kind of just settle at three and a half percent, or was there any sort of mandate? Uh, that was the general suggested. From what I was reading, and I got a lot of my information from NPR, a NP- good source. Yeah, NPR, Beer Advocate, and uh, Zythophile. Zythophile, like, there's a lot of good history on this. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were saying on Zythophile that it read as if you could produce beers that were bigger, but because of rationing, it wasn't a good idea for your business-wise to to expend more to produce beers that you used to. You don't want to use all of your resources, and also you probably want to churn it out as quickly as possible. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So there was a lot of these uh, low ABV beers around, and part of the government mandate, though, was you weren't allowed to call it government ale. Government ale? Yeah. I mean, we've seen that in, like, there's things in America people used to joke about government cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they weren't, they were making it a joke by calling it government ale because Uh it was, you know, weak, watery beer. Yeah. Well, you couldn't do that. (laughs) So what they started calling it was Lloyd George's beer. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't call it government ale. We'll call it, you know. Let's narrow that focus just a little bit more. Yeah. We'll just go after the prime minister. <laughs> Respect. Uh, it, it got so bad that there was even a song. Oh, no. Yes, they wrote a song for Lloyd George's beer. Do and you can it? I can download it, and I can put it in post-production. Nice. If I want to. I'm not sure on the uh, copyright on this, so I don't know that I'll do that. <laughs> We could throw a link up on yeah. Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. and uh, If you really want to listen to it, though, just go to firstworldwar.com. Okay. Oh, and right. they, you can download and listen to the song there. I will read some lyrics, though, to get an idea of how uh, unhappy they were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the lyrics go, buy a lot of it, all they've got of it, dip your bread in it, shove your head in it, from January to October, and I'll bet a penny you'll still be sober. Woof. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then there's a lot of other lyrics about the prime minister in there. So, yeah, it's a, it was pretty creative considering they're in the middle of a world yeah, war. <laughs> I'll give them that. Yeah, World War One was pretty brutal. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would need a drink. And they still have time to be Al Yankovic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting out the beer parody songs. Wow. <laughs> Post-World War One, and this is what I was reading on Beer Advocate, they found even after the war ended, a lot of the gravities, you know, a lot of the original gravities on the beer mashes, mm-hmm. they dropped by 20%. So they still didn't recover from post-war, 
uh, post-World War efforts. Okay. Wow. There wasn't like an immediate jump back up. Right. Yeah, there wasn't an immediate jump back up to the 5% and the 6% and things like that. Mm-hmm. They and probably then, did it, and then like so many people were puking in the streets. And they got to bring us down again. Five percenters are really getting them drunk. They need yeah. to, that readjustment period. Uh, the other half of this story, and it's the more unconfirmed, kind of hazy part of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a beer podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hazy. But um, uh, is that during the war they also limited the times that you could drink. Really? Yeah. Yeah, That sounds right. So you could only go into pubs between, I think it was like 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Oh. Oh. For a lunchtime. Okay. So you get off work at the factory. You know, you're working munitions. Yeah. Get off work at the factory. Go to the pub for a bit. Have a couple rounds. Mm. Come back to work. Okay. Fuck that. I'm joining the war. (laughs) I'm going to Germany where there's beer. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) At At that point, you'd be marching in. To the Kaiser's house and taking his... Go to you know, France. Get wine. Well, you get wine. Yeah. yeah. Get wine on the way and then get your good Bavarians when you get in the Germany. Mm-hmm. Have I, yourself a Kaiser Goze. Can I sidebar ah. for a second? <laughs> yes. I actually knew a guy who was in France in World War One. Was he? Yeah. yeah, Frank Buckles. He was the last surviving American World War One vet. He died a couple years ago. He was 106 when I met him. He was 108 when he died. That's a hell of a run. He, um, he had to drive to a couple different states... Uh, to find a recruiter that would actually enlist him because the first one he made the mistake of telling them that he was 15 and they turned him away. And then so he went to a different one. They were like 17 and they said no. So he finally went one state over and told the Marine Corps he was 18. They sent him to France. Wow. Damn. Yeah, he was on the, um, what's the one that rescued the Titanic? Lusitania? The Carpathia. I don't uh, know why. The Lusitania sunk. So... One of them prior to that, the one that picked up the survivors from the Titanic after the crash, he was on that boat a year and a half later. Okay. Yeah. It must be like the Carpathia. I can't remember. The Lusitania was sunk. Yeah. Wasn't that a civilian vessel as well? I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they all. That's kind of what started. They were using civilian vessels to shuttle people back and forth because um, they were less likely to be targets. Yes. Right on. The same way soldiers fly Delta now. So. (laughs) I do not. Well, not, <laughs> you know, I know that they got to get on commercial air flights to get to their base, and then they get to go to the base base on the C-130. Yeah. The base base. The base base. Base base base. I do not. You do not? No. Actually, what happens is we have a, we have chartered jets. Mm. So we'll charter like a, seven, a 777 or a, any big bird, whatever. So it might be American or Delta or whomever, mm-hmm. and they'll actually do a bunch of different stops. So like they would go from like usually Baltimore is a hub. I'll go from Baltimore to England to uh, Italy or Greece to the Middle East. So right on. That's a thing. But no happens. Spirit Airlines. <laughs> oh, no. They want us to get there alive. <laughs> <laughs> you better hug your fucking mother if you're going to take a flight on Spirit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. R.I.P. Audio and George. Yes. <laughs> so that was my World War One sidebar. Neat. Awesome. Frank Buckles was probably 15 trying to get shit faced in England. Great. <laughs> and he couldn't do it. No. He was a medic. He was pulling bodies off the field. He saw some shit. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Better man than I. Should not be doing that at 16 years old. Like, no. Just no. no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he still lived 108. Mm-hmm. He's a hero. Yeah. And thank- hopefully he didn't have to deal with these drinking times and piss poor beers. <laughs> hopefully he was able to get some of the nice French wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, they uh, also had an evening time period. 
So it was lunchtime and evening time. That's good. Yeah. But it, they, from all the writing that Zythophile was able to find, it was never really referred to as a session. What was it referred to as? It just, I, oh, just, just wasn't referred to as a session. It was just beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was just like, these are the times you can have beer. Okay. Oh. But it, is that where the term session came from? Those were your drinking sessions? Right. That, that, that's the supposed thing. It's mm-hmm. just like during that time, it wasn't called sessions. But in later writing, he found like in a, a Zythophile found in a novel, somebody had written about the lunchtime session. And you know, I gotcha. Right. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't know what the word that he used for that is kind of not post definition or something like that, where they kind of go back and define it. Yeah, post definition is fine. Hey, yeah. We'll, go, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, it, it was post defined. And I think it's just because, you know, maybe that writer was just writing because the, the book he found it in was in from like the 1940s, hmm. 1938 okay. or so. Right. So, you know, that just was the parlance that that writer was using and he called it a session. And it stuck. And it kind of stuck, yeah. And then other people picked up on it. And then it wasn't until, honestly, the 1980s that it became more popular to refer to things as a session, hmm. as a session ale. Okay. And that came about through the campaign for real ale. What is real ale? Okay, so real ale is any beer that is still currently fermenting. It wasn't pasteurized. And when you keg it, it can't be kegged with nitrogen or outside carbonation. Explodies. Yeah. Mm, okay. So it, it's, it's just the ale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. But it's real. Right, but it's real. You will find a lot of this at Piper's Pub. Ahaha. Yes. Okay. These are cascales. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So not every cascale is a session ale, mm-hmm. but a lot of cascales are session ales <laughs> because a lot of cascales are mimicking British styles of bitters and milds. Yes. And a lot of time, bitters and milds are within that range of mm. you know, zero to 4%. <laughs> right. I actually really enjoy British ales. They're not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, barley wines can also be cascales, so obviously that's yeah. not a session ale. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a really short session. Right. That's a, you got to dilute that with water. <laughs> Shit knocks me over. It's yeah. so good, though. Right. Uh, but, yeah, in, in the literature for the campaign for real ale, also known as camera, they spoke a lot about session ales, things that you could drink at length. That's obviously probably just dividing it from barley wines. <laughs> But it, and that that was the real usage of it is just things that you could drink at length. Okay, you can have a long session with this beer. So the beers that we are having tonight hit that perfectly. Right. So back to you, Adam. Yeah. At the top of the segment, you said you wanted to use the four point five definition. That is correct. And I said no, we're not going to use that. And you're like, I'll explain it later. Well, guess yep. what? Is it later? Time, time for later. All right. <laughs> So uh, I would say back in 2009, Mm -hmm. a man by the name of Lou Bryson. Okay. And he is a Pennsylvania-based writer. Okay. Writes about beer, writes about whiskey. He started the campaign to bring back session ales. Oh. He started started the session ale project. I think it was either 2009 or 2006. That sounds like a campaign to make it okay to drink all day while you're working. Sort of, yeah. I mean, (laughs) he's a a beer and whiskey writer. See what you're (laughs) doing He already does that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was campaigning to bring back session ales to Pit, uh, not just Pittsburgh, but to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. make it a big thing, and just bring it back to the world in general. And it was in that early times that he defined it within 4.5. Okay. So, and that's because at that time we didn't really have anything. That would have been all your light macros. That would have been your mail like right. your Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have anything that fit that. Mm-hmm. I think now in 2020, 
we've reached the point that we now have enough beers that fall under the four yes. percent. Yeah, that we can just follow four percent mm-hmm. the same way the British do. But not enough beer in general. Right, we can <laughs> never have enough. <laughs> Need more never, beer. Have, never have enough. Couple, couple obvious, uh, you know, throw-ins for what could be considered a session ale under the American definition. <laughs> Thank you. Under American definition, you would find all day IPA and sequench. Yes, I, I enjoy the sequench. Yeah, don't, I, like I don't fine. hate sequench. It's fine. Uh, Fat Gary, though, definitely goes under the British. Yes. Because the, it is a nut brown at 3.7%. I actually really enjoy Fat Gary. Oh, I've messed with, with Fat Gary. Yeah. It's nut good. brown ale more than once. Yeah. It's good. It's not good on nitro, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, haven't had it on nitro. We had it on nitro once, and it, something was not right. Didn't work. I'll go back uh, to regular. You can get yeah. Budweiser regular on nitro fine. now. Not everything <laughs> should be on nitro. Yeah. Regular is fine. Uh, victory, very commonly, if when they're not producing Belgian killers, <laughs> <laughs> they also very commonly have a lot of session ales. Yeah. So those are those are places to look. And again, I already mentioned Piper's Pub. You got to check their tap list, though, but they commonly have a lot of session ales and cask ales that also fall in sessions. But sometimes they get that barley wine. You got to watch yourself. That's right. <laughs> Fucking love Pipers. Have yourself a day. Yeah. So that's kind of the history and everything surrounding a session ale. Again, it's not a style. It can be anything. We're drinking a Goza right now. We drank just a regular blonde before. Right. Next, we'll have something else. It's anything that is drinkable and has flavor, unlike stale pale macro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's anything that is not too over the top as well. Right. It's, it's very subdued. It's right. a subdued beer. Which is what we're finding with the Cherry Crush right now, mm-hmm. is that it's hey. not killer on the cherry flavor, but it's still there. Yeah, this is a beer that if Southern Tier wanted to, they could definitely turn it up to 11 and and make an absolute, I'll, I'll use the term, crusher of a beer. It says crush on the can. I know, that's why I used it. <laughs> this is double crush. <laughs> maybe they already think it's a crusher. Well, I, mean, it, I mean, they're wrong, but maybe they ooh. already think it's a crusher. <laughs> I, I like it, and I get it. Uh, but I could definitely see them getting into the uh, the Blackwater Series lab with this and cranking it up to 11 and making a, a super sour, super cherry beer. I'd probably also enjoy, but I also like this one, too. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I sort of kind of like it. I can sum it up in three letters. How's okay. that? Go on. Meh. Okay. Oh, all right. That's for you. Uh, I wouldn't give it a full apathetic meh. Yeah. Just, just the meh? You just kind of like, eh, eh, eh. It's just fine. Eh. It's fine. I would drink it again if it was at a party. Definitely. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I think the multi back end throws me a little bit, mm. but I actually am starting to like it more because that's flavor. It is. I the, That is one thing I'll say with the first two that we've had. I was a little concerned that the flavor was going to be on the low end. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. No, I thought that one was more flavorful than it, this one. These, these, both of these beers, and I haven't had the third one yet, I, I like to think it's the same way, are, are proving that just because it's low ABV doesn't mean it's bland. Yeah. No, it does have flavor. I just want more. Yeah. I, I, I would want more cherry flavor on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that's necessarily fair. tartness, though. That's fair. I was perfectly fine with the tartness on this. <laughs> and if that's what happens because you're brewing low ABV, all right, then. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So be it. All but, right. I I think that that covers the southern tier. Cool. Take a break. Next session. But um, ting. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B movies more your style? 
Then the folks over at They Called This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycalledthisamovie.podbean.com. They Called This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Well, welcome back segment three. It is episode 144, the gross episode, and we're having some gross-ass session nails. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Heal. Not- oh, that's right. <laughs> Heal work. Yeah. Uh, that way, here's what's going to happen is people are going to hear that. We're like, oh, that's mad. I got to hear him say it. And then we're going to get all the listens, and then we get the money. Yeah. And then we get the winning. He's got so many hot takes. Can I, can I skip the women? Yeah, sure. Okay. That's well, fine. Just saying, I'm good. Okay. okay. All right. That's to fine. each their own. I'm not here to I'm judge. F- I'm full up. Full up. Full up. <laughs> I'm full up. Well, because, no, well, I have a husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm actually married to, and then I have a wife that I was like MySpace or Facebook married to like 15 years ago. Were you in her top eight? Uh, so, yeah, something like that. So <laughs> we actually still refer to each other as wifey. Nice. Um, and then. I had a friend who said she would marry me one time, and I was like, I already have a husband and a wife. She's like, can I be your mistress? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so like I said, I'm and full up. <laughs> I have all I can handle. She have a guma. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's Italian bullshit for mistress. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a guma. He's my guma. It's so, I don't I like that, that word. It's, it's one of those it reminds words. Reminds me of goulash. Right. It's one of those words that like they bastardize from their own language. Oh. oh. The same way Capicola somehow become Gabagool. <laughs> is that what that is? Yes. Gabagool is Capicola. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> this makes so much sense now. Oh, no, who's ready to jump it. on the go in on Italians train with me? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not bashing it. I just I've heard Gabagool said before, but I didn't know it was Capicola. I can't eat processed meats. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's why Tony Soprano is always walking around. Oh, who ain't on a Gabagool? It's Gabagool. All right. I had no idea. Never yeah. finished that series. Now you learned. Hmm. Yeah, neither did Tony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. It I do actually know that. So what beer are we IMDb, drinking? I know everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we have Harpoon Rec League. So it seems much of the theme of our first beer. The Cooldown Companion, Hoppy Hazy Light, 3.8, 120 calories. So this is definitely under the British rule. So yes. the um, the untapped description, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like don't. the beer or the description? No, the beer's harpoon. I'm sure I will like it. I, I don't know that I've ever had a beer from them I didn't like. But uh, it says, Rec League isn't just new to you. It's new to beer. We spent 18 months developing a beer that packed all the flavor of a New England IPA into a crushable, better-for-you package. Low in alcohol, light in calories, and just a little hazy, Rec League was crafted to be your number one cool-down companion. So that right there, first of all, reads to me like something that an Instagram model would write. <laughs> like, I didn't care for that. But, like, you're setting the bar so high. This is yes. going to replicate a New England IPA? Like... Let's find out. Oh, my goodness. I don't think that's hard to do, actually. <laughs> At 3.8? Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Soft baby boy kisses? Yeah. With a soft baby kiss ABV? Right. You don't have to worry about bitter ass hops. Why did yeah. it take 18 months? I don't know. 
I don't know why it took them a, over a year to figure that well, out. Maybe they forgot about it. Like over in the I'm corner, they kept putting too Adam's many hops in. Adam's not going to be happy. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, Adam's not. This is not floral, Adam. as they say on the streets. This is. You are not here for this. I never am. Okay, the rec league. Well, so far they've replicated a New England hazy. Oh yeah, super haze, super yeah. haze, and uh, we cracked the can. It had that snow, that that smell. Yeah, that yeah. Nose. yeah, good flora smell. I mean, it looks like a pale ale. Yeah, you, you could not tell the difference between this and just another other pale ale. Mm-hmm. So, so, if for some reason you want to sneak in a low ABV beer, so far so good. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking to sneak lowies, <laughs> hops. Nose is very citrusy. Mm-hmm. It is. Did you say what hops were in this? Or no? Okay. I nothing. I read said what was in it. I'm just remembering first segment then. Smells citrus though, so I'm assuming yeah. citra, and it's a New England IPA, so again, assuming citra. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, I was just waiting for you two to get. Nope. That's, that is not my jam. Really? I don't know what that tastes like. Really? Interesting. Maybe the Big Mac broke my tongue. <laughs> that does make sense. Oh, yeah. It's. Let's start with Adam. Adam, what is your problem with this beer? Well, first of all, it's a... What's your fucking deal? <laughs> well, fuck's your problem, man. We ain't got enough tape in the machine for that. You know what it kind of reminded me of? That brew dog beer that we had about a month ago. Yeah. That zero ABV stout. Feet. It kind of did. It kind of did. Okay. Oh. It, it felt like they kind of just knocked the bottom layer out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll yeah. give you that for mm-hmm. sure. There's it, no ass to this at all. <laughs> no. Which, okay, I get it. It's 3.8% yeah. ABV. Yeah. That's to be expected. And they're supposed to go with a beer that's, you know, a recovery beer, and it's supposed to be low in calories, so you can drink eight of them and feel good about it, and you can still go home and do Pilates or whatever it is that fit people do. I don't know. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Uh, I don't Pilates know. Pilates is grosser than this beer. I'm getting super 80 vibes from this. Wait, what vibes? Super 80s vibes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like there's lattice work everywhere? Well, no, nah, more like <laughs> neon kind of shit. Because oh, like, right. you, you look at the can and it's very kind of like 80s minimalist, mm-hmm. but with bright colors. And the fact that it has no ass on it is kind of like the women they promoted in the 80s. <laughs> oh, jeez. Which is like a lot of high hip spandex. What's that movie with Will Ferrell and the Napoleon Dynamite guy? Also looks like that. Oh, oh, the one with Napoleon Dynamite? The, yeah. I thought, I thought um, you were, or no, I, that's the figure skating one. That is yeah, the figure skating other one. one. You're thinking the uh, the one where he played for the ABA basketball yes, team. Yes. But this looks like a can you would see Yeah, like in the back of that movie. Yeah, this is a lot of short shorts and flat butts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what the hell was the name of it? Semi-pro. There it is. Can't believe I forgot it. Thanks, internet. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got one of those. Yeah, no. We all have to do our own Jamie-ing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I am just not a fan of this. And you know what else I'm kind of picking up on here? If this is supposed to be a New England IPA, it's got a lot of bitter aftertaste to it as well. So bitter. That's, I don't know. I feel like the it, nose is a lot better than the actual taste of mm-hmm. it. Agreed. Like, I expected a big citrus punch when I drank it. And honestly, it doesn't even taste hoppy to me. It just tastes bad. <laughs> just <laughs> bad. Like the one the one beer in Seltzer Day smelled like feet. And this tastes like feet. 
it, I'm not getting all these terrible, terrible things. That's that you, good. I don't want anyone else to drink. <laughs> yeah, <feet. laughs> I'm not. I'm like. I'm not getting the feet. I'm not even getting the harsh, bitter aftertaste. I'll admit that it's super bland. It is. Aside from the nose, the nose is nice and floral. And the nose citrusy. is fantastic. Yeah. The beer is a letdown. Yeah, the beer is bland. Ew, harpoon. I expected better from you. Well, I didn't, and I'll explain why. Okay. And this is my theory: is there? I have a hunch that their their first goal was to get a low calorie, low ABV beer. Success, mm-hmm. very much so. And they tried to to replicate a hazy IPA by doing that. No. Those I think are fairly mutually exclusive. Yeah, to be able to to do both of those. Well, the good news is they only spent eighteen months of their life working on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, important question, though. Yes. Is it worse than 26.2? No. All right, then, see? That's no. why it's important, because we spent a lot of time bagging on this beer, but still better than 26.2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you set that bar. Adam seems to be thinking, though. I am thinking, but that comes down to stylistic choices. Yeah. That comes down to me not being an IPA drinker by any means. 26.2 to me is not a choice. Full stop. <laughs> just rather not drink. It's I not an option. washed it out of my brain. It doesn't even exist. What is that? Truly sure. Give me that. Like, no, not doing. Not happening. No. I, I guess I'd Yet. have to go with the harpoon. Okay. I, I think I would. Okay. Yeah. At least still has some flavor. It Especially does. if this might is not your, like the flavor, but he- <laughs> that's where I'm struggling. If it has your, flavor. If this is your come down beer, maybe. But I had a hell of a night. Want to be bombarded with flavor. Maybe you're so shit faced you don't notice this doesn't have any. That's another point. Is yeah. they well they call it the rec league and it's supposed to be a a come down a cool down beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my assumption is this might be the type of beer that might taste a bit different after you're done working out. Yeah. So okay. I'm Maybe. not gonna run. I'm not gonna run around the studios here and get a sweat on and Thanks. then try this beer again. I'm not <laughs> that committed. Thanks. But <laughs> I'll pay you. How much? Five dollars. Mm, Tell me, don't play that. Twenty. Ah, that'll get that'll get the gym shorts on. <laughs> That's it. That's all the cash I have, so we've <laughs> run out of options. And I'd Venmo you, but you're you, so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> cash is king everywhere. Just remember that in America. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, sounds like we didn't love this one yet. No, but we might not be in the right situation. Hey, you know what? Let's let it warm up and see what happens. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. <laughs> nice. Pull, pull out old faithful. Yep. <laughs> Let's let it warm it up a bit. Let it Let's sit around. So while we let it warm up a bit and see if it opens up in the flavor in any way, let's get into the third segment. Open up the flavor. Let's see if the flavor shows up. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a knock on the door, we'll know who it is. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's, what are guy, we doing? it's Guy Fieri saying, welcome to Flavortown. Oh, God. No. No. Not for me. No. Not, I'm not here for it. No. <laughs> but what you are here for is the newest segment here on the Hop Nation USA podcast. Katie wins all the games. <laughs> no, we're not winning. Oh. This isn't a game. Oh. This is, this is just fun times. We're here. You did not honor my request. <laughs> Wait, you had a request? <laughs> it was an email of like... You know, because this might be Katie's last episode for a while. It could be my it last episode be. for yeah. quite a few months. And he was like, is there anything you wanted to do in segment three? And I said, a game where I win. 
Oh, all right. Well, because I never freaking win. Well, we can change that. But then she said LOL and no, and then I was like, well, okay, whatever. No, Adam, what do you want to do? I know it's fine. <laughs> I don't actually care. I'm just being difficult. Well, I, I can like this beer is to drink. I can Adam just award her points and move on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's what, fine. What are we doing? That's we, all you have to do is tell me I win when it's over. It's you're fine. a winner. We are going to sessionify it. I want my participation trophy. And <laughs> you're drinking it right now. Oh, <laughs> damn it, I lost. <laughs> uh, we have talked a lot about session ales and how they are kind of toned down simplified versions of beers and styles, and there is no one specific uh, style for a session ale. So we're going to try to take that philosophy and apply it to other things in life. We're going to go outside of the beer world, and we're going to sessionify everything that we can. Right. Everything that we can. Make things more drinkable, make things less intense. Yeah. For example, (laughs) motor oil. I can never drink that stuff. Okay. <laughs> Let's make it more drinkable. I don't think that... No, it's not at I, all. <laughs> I know I know. you came up with this segment, but I still think that's not the point of the it segment. It is not the point of the segment. <laughs> at least he didn't say antifreeze. Yeah. No, Again, wow. also not part of the segment. <laughs> Get you a hotline. Yeah, we're not, not, we're not trying to find ways to make poison edible. <laughs> <laughs> no. no uh, what the point of this is to try to make things kind of toned down, streamlined. Uh, we're looking for kind of like stripper versions of things. We're, we're millennials, and we like soft... Soft yes. stuff. I know, Katie, you looked at him weird when he said stripper versions, and it's not he's not talking about women. No. He is talking card lingo. Yes. I I, I know. Yeah. I have to clarify it for you. I'm the only no, one. No, I understand that's <laughs> like stripper because, I mean, we still have to use the stuff on airplanes and whatnot. It just mm-hmm. sounded weird to me. So, for for example, a, a something that I would like to see get uh, sessionified is a, a pickup truck. For me, a pickup truck needs an engine, two doors, a steering wheel, and a bed. That's it. If you want to get fancy, put in a radio. I own that truck. That's all you need. (laughs) All of these F-150 King Ranch dick-swinging machines don't need to exist. Uh, the 150. It's the two and 350s. Why? You're driving that to work. Why? Right. And I need to tow my 18-foot aluminum fishing boat twice a year. Better get the 350. What Adam is really calling for is the return of the Chevy S10. Yes. He wants bench cloth seats. Yes. <laughs> and not much else. That's it. Yeah. That's all that that would sessionify trucks for me right there. Yeah. The return of the Chevy S10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're looking for right. here. Yeah. Uh for me, I would like to sessionify the work week. Example. Well, uh, I, I, this isn't really for me anymore because I work on my own hours mm-hmm. and sometimes that's just seven days a week and sometimes it's three days. It doesn't matter. But for the rest of the people, I think we should sessionify the work week and the, that includes the work day. And we should sessionify it down to mm, maybe four hours a day. Yeah. And then two hours on, hour long lunch break, two hours on. <laughs> I can dig that. Oh God! You get a little bit of overlap for I'd incoming get shifts. Crazy. <laughs> well, the nice thing is, and I know this from experience, is that if I if I've got a half day at work, yeah, I'm gonna work harder in those four hours, right? Because I gotta get shit done and I gotta get out of here. But there's right. actual studies behind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shorter exactly. work days increase productivity. Yeah, I mean, I think they went. They're testing it in Sweden right now with their nurses. Oh, really? And they have them working six hour work days. Mm-hmm. 
So that way they don't get burned out and you can hire more nurses because they're, you have four on a shift or four on a day mm-hmm. rather than three on a day and having them get burned out. Right. And, and not, yeah, burnout is probably one of the worst things to get in the medical field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. It's either that or sewing your fingers together. Both aren't good. <laughs> or sewing a watch in somebody. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> or losing a junior mint. Ah. I've seen that episode. <laughs> I, I used to sew my fingertips together when I was a kid. What? Yeah, you just take like a needle and you'd go through. I get it. The tip of the skin. Oh, why don't you just use super glue? Because it was the better way to freak out your grandma. Yeah, you put you put safety pins through your fingers. Yeah, oh, I never did that. Well, you're not. Are cool. you like tattoo well, yourself? We've been like, over that. Something like you draw on yourself with like a sharpie, and then you like do little stabby marks and tattoo yourself. Wait, I forget. Are you an only child? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to say it might make sense if you're an only child because I did that shit too. Oh, right. oh you did this just like, with my cousin. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I have a little sister. Okay. Because I was going to say maybe Adam's brothers just distracted him, beating up on him too much. He didn't have time to figure out how to put safety pins in his hands. Getting chased around with croquet mallets. Right. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. I almost killed my sister with a Fisher Price golf club. Did she deserve it? Yeah. Playing the Kennedys, are you? I <laughs> <laughs> I came home from school and she's standing at the landing at the top of the stairs with my cat by the tail, swinging it back and forth. Oh, and the cat was screaming. It was like my cat. It was my birthday present. So mm-hmm. It was like my cat. And I was like, drop the cat. And she wouldn't. She thought it was funny. And so I picked up the first thing I could find and it was a Fisher Price golf club and chased up the stairs. So I was determined to kill her. She dropped the cat. The cat ran away. I'm still out for blood. <laughs> so she jumps up on her bed, which is right next to a window, and I swing. She ducks. Glass windows mm-hmm. shattered, and I spent the rest of the night hiding in my closet, convinced that that was my last <laughs> night on earth. <laughs> it's waiting out till morning. It'll be fine. I had a pillow pal in there. It had like a little trap door in the back. I had a little <laughs> lamp and stuff. I was just reading, fell asleep. It was good. I actually spent time in the closet on purpose. <laughs> Sounds to me like you have simplified your evenings. I've just get a nice little closet going. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have an idea of anything you'd like to sessionify? Pizza. We went over this. No, okay. we didn't. I want pizza. <laughs> well, how are we going? No, to we eat? started the show with I want pizza. <laughs> but you didn't say you wanted to sessionify it. You didn't know you were sessionifying. I said pizza. You just wanted pizza that at that time. <laughs> um, I I feel like I went in a different direction than you two. How okay. so? But, because you want like a, a sessionable truck and you want the work week, which I fully disagree with. I am pro four tens and. and I used to work weekend. four tens and I was okay with that as well. I was yeah. as well when I, I just, did. I'm pro four tens and and you put an hour break in there, that's fine. Whatever, yeah. make it a ten and a half hour day. But I am pro long weekends. Yeah, I, I just don't know if it's for everybody. No, in the medical field, I can definitely see yeah. it not being the don't make their hours long. Yeah, but anyways, um, no. So like, okay, imagine pizza done, but. I like how how on the ball you are here. <laughs> I have the pizza in my pizza brain, in the head. floating around. Okay, so like we had bacon ranchero pizza, and it had a ranch sauce with parma- with provolone, mozzarella, and cheddar. I'm with you. With bacon and with tomato slices mm. and um, banana peppers, and it was so good. But it was so filling. So imagine if you had like. All the same flavor of pizza, but you could eat like two of them. You could just go hog on pizza without all the calories and without all the weight. So if you could get like a turkey bacon in there instead 
or some sort of tofu. No, no, we're faking bacon. No. Get out. No. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure Why? out ways to get these calories down. No, it's oh, no, not about it's lowering not, calories. It, no, it's, it's about that's, that's what I took out of it. It's it's <laughs> no. about being able to eat like a whole bunch of pizza without feeling like you're gonna die. Yeah. Which is the point of the beer, oh. right? Because you can have like however many three point eight beers and not like you can I can have three of these and still drive home. Yeah. I think the trick to this might be just extending your pizza time. A longer pizza session. Right. A longer pizza session. But then your pizza gets cold. But that's mm. not the acceptable cold pizza. Acceptable cold pizza is only morning right. time. No, well, I know what you're saying. I'm saying you eat your one pizza in a longer expanded time. Just, just find that right edge. Mm -hmm. But as you get close to finishing pizza number one, that's when you put pizza number two in the oven. Yes. And get it ready to go. Hmm. The other option is... Since we're, you know, we're, we have sessions like they would have had in Jolie Old England. Pizza sessions. See? <laughs> I want to do this with ice cream, too. Okay. Okay. Lunchtime pizza session, yeah. dinnertime pizza but session. But the, uh, the, the so pizza time good. session is, we'll call it four hours. Yeah. And presumably you're going to be in a bar or a pub or a beer garden or something like that. You can have the same thing with pizza. Just kind of take a CC's but make it good. Yeah. And you can just have those fresh pizzas there. Available at all times. Pace That's yourself what it seasons. was. Chris said he wanted pizza and he wanted macaroni and cheese. And he asked if there was a macaroni and cheese pizza. And there was. It was at CeCe's. I couldn't remember where <laughs> it was. I just knew it existed. You are welcome. The problem is it's CeCe's. It's bad pizza. It is yeah. not good. Or, so Adam, you're talking about doing this at an establishment. Mm -hmm. So here's my thought is that mm. you go up. Bato's has craft beer and a pizza buffet. Boom. See? And then every time you get a new beer, you also get a slice. Ah. I really think there's something to this beer and pizza tasting. Beer and a slice. Beer I and a think slice. we should do it. We should do beer and, and pizza bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll find a good, I mean. Welcome back, Katie. If you do it without me, I'm going to cry like a bitch. Okay, so. Don't do it without me. We got to wait till June-ish. Oh, no. July-ish. April, May, October-ish. Uh, like August, September. August, September. Mid-August to, to early September. All right. I, I got to write it down. <laughs> Put it on the calendar. You write it down too. No, oh, it's fine. You just email me in June and ask me if I want to be on an episode and I'll remind you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just remember your pizza buffet idea. Pizza. <laughs> I'm not even hungry. I'm just. Well, I've got another food <laughs> item for you. Do it. Uh, that I want to sessionify. All right. Fast food in general. Here's what I want. And really, this is just me being an old curmudgeon. Kind of like everything here. Uh-huh. I just want a simplified menu. I want a burger. I want a fry. I want a drink. You need to go to In-N-Out. That's it. And I have. And it's fantastic. But you go to, like, a Burger King or an Arby's or any of those, uh -huh. and they have eight dozen options that I don't care about. Are you familiar with the In-N-Out secret menu? Yes. How do you feel about that? Because yeah. it's more menu options, but they're not there in front of your face. Exactly. Exactly. I'm fine with that. It, honestly, I would prefer that because if you want to get in on that, you can. Otherwise, eh, it's simple. Burger, fry, mm -hmm. drink. Are, Boom. Done. Are you not familiar with like Wendy's four bag? I'm not. What is that? It's a, it's a burger. It's fries and it's drink. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then it's also nuggies fucking love nuggies well then apparently you can go to wendy's i don't go to wendy's though. i don't really oh like well then that's often. you missing out i don't like wendy's it's for performer bro all right well like here's wendy's the problem nuggies. with that oh it, mcdonald's has that now too 
I don't go to McDonald's. See, here's the problem with that is, is that the menu? No, because they still have like 15 other combos available. That's what I'm talking about. Get rid of all that shit. To get rid of all that nah. shit on the menu board, I just want burger, fry, drink. That's it. See, I sometimes I want a Big Mac, and that's like it full stop. I want a Big Mac. Like, I'm never like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I wonder what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I want a Big Mac, so I'm going to McDonald's. So I feel like I don't have this problem because I'm not staring at the whole menu. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I, with the Big Mac, chances are when you go to McDonald's, that's the reason – like you said, that's the reason yeah. you go. You don't go to McDonald's and then decide what you want. Like I could probably go to Eaton Park and get a super burger. I don't know how they compare. Similarly? I don't think I've ever <laughs> had them back to back. Yeah. Similar. All right. Super burger, Big Mac tasting, and beer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get some of the Omnipolo and then we burger and fry beer. And then we can do a nuggy tasting. Hell yeah, nuggies. Yeah. So many nuggy options. I'll bring the sauce. I feel like Chick-fil-A would win out though. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it, 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 it's a chicken-based product. Chick Fil A is gonna win. Well, not always because I do like the Popeyes sandwich over. Mm. See? That's fair, but I, I don't think Popeyes has nuggies. Do we have to do nuggies or can we do strips? See again, if we that, do strips, we're opening it up. If we do strips, we're opening it up. And then we'll have too many options, and then it won't be sessioned, and then Adam will be sad. Yeah, we'll ha- we'll have to. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be off mic that episode. You guys have your. Wild nuggy time. No tendies or nuggies for you. <laughs> this advertisement brought to you by Hot Nation. <laughs> so I've got one more mm-hmm. Go sessionable it. thing, and it's already a thing. Okay. The XFL is the session ale of NFL. <laughs> oh. It is shorter. It is faster. It is more exciting. Can we have that on advertising? Yes. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like the session advertising. That's my second one. Yeah, session advertising. Five seconds. No more 15-second ads. I don't even want that. And we should have less advertisements in general. Well, You know in Europe they can't advertise for pharmaceuticals? I do know that. Mm -hmm. That's like, why don't we do that? There's a lot of things they can't advertise because the pharmaceutical company makes a lot of money and then they pay the politicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was watching something on the TV last night. Yeah. I think it was, it must have been ESPN or I don't know what it was, but they had an advertisement uh, showing just a regular commercial and then they pushed it into like three quarters of the screen and then put another <laughs> advertisement around it. What? It, what? Yeah. Yeah. There was an advertisement inside so an you advertisement. Had picture in picture, Hard ad in ad. Pretty much. Yeah. Hard That's no. upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> And they weren't, it, it, I could get it if it was like part of the spiel where it was two related products. Yeah. It wasn't. Hard no. Yeah. It was goofy as hell and I didn't like it. I yeah. Mean, if there's like a liquor ad and then like a Pedialyte ad, like, <laughs> all right, sure. Right. Hand in hand. Friends. Right. I get it. But it was like a, an advertisement for a boxing match and Kia. Oh. I mean, both are crunchy. And I want nothing to do with either of those. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. I watch don't boxing. Like yeah, boxing's good. Yeah, Kia's not so much. Yeah, Kia bad. Boxing fine. <laughs> <laughs> eh. I, wa- I watched the Wilder Fury fight. It was good. Dude, I did hear it was, it was good. good. So good. I enjoyed it. It's probably Wilder and Fury, and to a degree, Anthony Joshua have brought he me like, back to. Hmm. Did he lick him? Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fury busted Wilder open, and then he like was just like tongue in his ear. He's like, eh, bah, bah, bah. 
That is gross. He got in his head. I mean, he'd already Literally. he'd already beat him at that point. But I would he was totally just, drink a twenty six point two over doing that. Agreed. Fair enough. There's, fair enough. there's yeah. my yeah. line. <laughs> I'm there with you. Yeah. Instead of licking a dude's blood. Yeah. Like sweaty blood too. Ugh. Boxing. Yeah. Uh, mm. Let's get away from this. <laughs> Boxing sweaty blood. Let's talk about anything else. Let's session this conversation. <laughs> what would be nicer and lighter? How do we session boxing sweaty blood? <laughs> you don't. Okay, then. Oh, my. Then I guess we'll come back to the Harpoon Rec League. No, thank you. Okay. Let's go back to the XFL. <laughs> Shit's yeah. pretty exciting, yo. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. It is, and, like, I enjoy that they have the players mic'd up and stuff. So, yeah. Is oh. it different than the original XFL? Oh, was way, very yeah, way different. Exploitative and yeah, it's not shitty like that. Gotcha. And what is Vince McMahon's role in this? Money. Yeah. I mean, does he? He owns a team. He owns mm, the league. He owns the league he's more or less. Goodell. I mean, what is his role? No, he's not Goodell. He's not the league commissioner. Okay. But it's mostly all his money. What basically Dana White? <laughs> okay. Thank no, you. No, not not even Dana White. Really? Well, because Dana White. Go, well, okay. Original XFL. Vince was very much an on camera personality mm -hmm. i don't think he's really even been on camera with the relaunch well, I, mean, I guess i would say but he was the owner yeah yeah because yeah. dana white was the owner of of ufc for quite some time right yeah. that's the kind of the role that i'm saying because like with the nfl and the nhl and things like that they have commissioners but they don't necessarily mm -hmm. have an owner of the entire league okay but xfl has an owner and the ufc has an owner that's that's the direction i was going yeah okay. no i i drew the parallel i get it okay yeah I, I was just thinking, like, how Dana... Because, like, again, I think, like... You don't see him as much as you used to. Huh? You don't see him as much as you used no. to. No. He's still around, though. Yeah. Uh, like, I think he's at weigh-ins a lot. So he's still, like, an on-camera. And I felt like Zuffa was the main company okay. that owned it. So Vince owns Alpha Entertainment or Alpha Sports or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the overall ownership uh -huh. of the XFL. Okay. Gotcha. So I think it's mostly Vince money. There are other money... For like teams and things like that, yeah. and then there is a commissioner that's not Vince. So overall, though, it's nothing like that first. <laughs> <laughs> it was very yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, it's very edgy. The X with the extreme and the <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, it, it looks fine. People are excited. I'll People are having fun. Good. So it'll last more than half a season. I think it's actually financed through three. Good. So hmm. good. Good on them. All right, back to the rec league. <laughs> back to the rec league. Oh, Not my jam. You guys just want to skip to the podium? Let's go to the podium. Podium. All right. Who wants to get first? I can do it. All okay. Right. I don't think I've ever gone first. Oh, looks exciting. Oh, by the way, Katie, you won. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> you won with pizza session. Obviously. There's <laughs> no question. It's pizza. Um, okay, so my podium is the Harpoon Rec League in yellow. In yellow. <laughs> Doesn't get a medal. <laughs> it gets a yellow ribbon. <laughs> um, yeah, no, bronze goes to the Harpoon Rec League, which bums me out because I actually do, in general, like Harpoon. Oh, I didn't see this 35 IBUs before. That explains a little bit. So the nose smells really hoppy, and I expected, like, a big citrus punch to it, and it was just a, a letdown. It really didn't... It didn't deliver the hazy New England IPA to my taste buds. Um, if it tasted really bitter and kind of tasted like feet, like that dirty foot smell, kind of tasted like that. I don't go around licking feet. Just 
clarify. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward now. Um, yeah, so that's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Southern Tier Cherry Crush, I didn't hate. I expected a stronger flavor based on the description. Um, definitely hit the tartness. I didn't get a lot of cherry flavor. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because I'm not typically a cherry person. Um, and the milk sugar definitely brought up some of the, the sweetness in it. I, I mean, overall, it wasn't bad. I would drink it again. It's not going to be something I'm going to reach for, but I'm not going to turn it down if it's handed to me. And the Boulevard Easy Sport. I think I like this one uh, the best just because it surprised me because I actually don't tend to like tangerines, but I actually really enjoyed this beer. Um, the citrus taste does come through. I think the sea salt complements it really nicely. Uh, it's definitely crushable. You could definitely drink a few of these. Uh, it's 4.5, so it's not uh, grams of carbs. So it's not going to take up any pizza room, which is important. <laughs> Zero fat. 1.2 grams of protein. Are you shitting me? Okay. I don't know why that's on there. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. So that's my gold. Right on. Steve, what do you have to say on the situation? Well, let's see. Rec League, I'm going to put in the bronze. Mm-hmm. Gas. Hey, at least it got a medal. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't hate it as much as you two did, but it is very super bland. And Katie, you mentioned how it has only 35 IBUs, but you cut it down to, what is this, 3738? 3.8, I believe. Yeah, so you cut it down below that, and you have no malt backbone to support it either. So there's not a lot of flavor to go around either way. Mm-hmm. And that's why it just comes very bland and uh <laughs> But at the same time, you couldn't really bump up the hops because then it would be too overpowering. Mm-hmm. And that's not the point of a session ale. So, yeah, it, it's a try, but I don't I don't know. Not great. 18 months wasted, folks. Yeah. You, 18 months. You buffed it. <laughs> try again. Do, do more Dunkin' Donuts beers. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, do those. Those are good. We like those. Tasty life. Um, for the silver, I'm going to give Boulevard Easy Sport. I was surprised that the fact that I didn't completely hate this beer right off the bat. Not that I dislike any Boulevard beers. I just dislike Session Ales. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't dislike this one. I was surprised by the tartness on it, though. And the tartness is what's making it silver because it was just a little too tart for me to imagine drinking an entire session of. We're talking Session Ales, so they should have a drinkability factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rec league does not have that drinkability factor. Easy sport has some drinkability, but again, I'm not going to put it into a full session. And that's why gold I'm going to give to the cherry crush. And that's just my sensibilities because easy sport was too tart. Cherry crush, surprisingly for saying it's a session sour for saying it is a goza. Mm-hmm. Like easy sports supposed to be a blonde. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this one says has all the markings of I'm going to hate it, but it didn't Yeah. because the cherry was not too tart on it. And it actually had a bit of a multi backbone to it. So if I'm drinking a session of like six beers in a row, yeah, I could do that with the Cherry Crush. Right on. I don't think I would choose it over anything that's a real beer. (laughs) Technically, it is a real beer. Yeah, technically. It's on the line. Well, actually, technically, no, it isn't a real beer because if we go back to segment two of the campaign for real beer, Uh this doesn't have the real beer because uh, it's finished. Ah, okay. And, yeah. So it is done fermenting and it was carbonated elsewise. I'm sorry. I subscribed to the Steve rules. Right. Yeah. No. So as far as Steve rules. Yeah. This real is. Beer. It's a real beer. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Real steep here. Yeah, yeah. But I just wouldn't choose it over, like, I don't know, a Samoa this. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just color saying. me surprised. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's uh, there's plenty of other beers out there that this one just wouldn't be my first go-to for. Mm-hmm. But within the confines of this episode, it's the most ses- sessionable, so gold. Right on. There you go. Adam. Uh, for me, Harpoon. Harpoon. You get the bronze medal with the Rec League. I wasn't a fan. Now, admittedly, there's two things here I, I have to talk about a little bit, and this is from my personal side. Number one, you came in with a New England IPA. That's not my first choice for a style to begin with. So you had your the, the card stacked against you a little bit to begin with with me. Uh, the other thing is I have a hunch that this beer might be a bit different after you've got a good sweat on. I, I like to think that that after you've run a 5K or a 10K, you've played a you know a good session of Quidditch or whatever it is they play up in Boston. Racquetball. Come on. You're white wow. and you've played it before. That's true <laughs> and also true. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we'll say squash. Yeah, squash uh, is way more New England. Yeah, a nice we'll session of squash. With the Kennedys. Or, well, if you're going to, well, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, that's all up there. Yeah. Maybe some tennis <laughs> up in Newport. Going out on the squash court, are you? <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, uh, number one, I don't really like IPAs. Number two, I'm not going to work up a sweat right now. Ah, so I'm sorry, Harpoon, but you're going in the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, Southern Tier with their Cherry Crush. I liked it. I thought it was a good beer, and I'm definitely going to drink it again. But unfortunately, they kind of just fell just half a degree behind the Boulevard Easy Sport. And I think Katie hit it quite well with it was a surprising beer. I didn't expect much out of this beer. I'll be perfectly honest. You know, when they put the amount of carbs and the amount of calories right there. And protein. And protein, 1.2 grams or something like that. But whenever a beer has those numbers that prominent, my expectations go down a lot. Boulevard surprised me. They kind of reversed that trend a little bit. I thought I had a lot of taste to it for what it's supposed to be. Uh, and if I'm in a parking lot drinking beers, this will probably be the first one I grab. That being said, the Cherry Crush would probably be uh, mixed in there as well. But I'd probably drink more of the uh, the Easy Sport than I would the Cherry Crush. So it gets the gold medal for uh, for what we're drinking this episode. There you go. Okie dokie. Well... If you want to tell us your favorite sessionable ale, just reach out to us on social media. All you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Or you can just email us your favorite sessionable ale at hopnationusa at gmail.com. But if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Google, Apple, what else? Laughable. Laughable. Katie Cast, mm-hmm. Pocket Cast, Calzone Cast. Oh, Calzones. Yeah. Like Gabagool pizzas. Cast. <laughs> Pizza Pockets. <laughs> Pizza Pocket Cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five star review because we are a six star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than making me drink all these sessionable ales when there's so many good stouts to be had still. It's always stout weather, though. Always You'll stout be weather. okay. Always stout weather. <laughs> we'll get you something next week. Oh, good. <laughs> Unless we don't. Unless we don't. <laughs> yes. There will be beer next week. There will way. be beer next week. Yes. And yeah. next week is technically our third anniversary beer. So we'll. So exciting. Yes. We'll be celebrating with somebody. 
but I'm not <laughs> revealing you. Yes, but uh, let's just say uh, we're happy to have them back on the show. Yeah, there, there's a hint. Mm-hmm. They're back on the show. Yes. Yeah. So just go back and could be a guest host or it could be a host or it could be a guest guest. <laughs> guest guest. Guest guest. Or a host host. Who knows? Or it might be that one Jagoff that keeps driving by my house with a really <laughs> loud truck that Steve can't seem to filter out all the time. You can't filter out traffic. That's no, just a can't. rule. <laughs> just, just a rule. I got to tell clients that all the time. Wind and traffic, you can't do it. Or your damn dog. Hold on. We're not doing video cast right now. <laughs> okay. So we're not doing Steve Video's Corner. No. <laughs> That's a whole other spiel. So tune in next week. Uh, it's going to be a good ass show. Okay. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Segment three. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Just start that one over. <laughs>